0: Hi, I'm Jess.
1: And I'm Balta. Welcome to Flow Lab Podcast.
0: We provide a voice to emerging and established creatives, entrepreneurs, and professional artists based in the UAE and from around the world. We dig deep to uncover inspiring insights and discuss authentic experiences.
1: On today's episode, we had the pleasure of talking to Magda Malkun. Magda is a visual artist with a very unique style. She combines materials and textures to create both abstract and portrait. Among other things we talked about how she found her old style, her path to become a full time artist, her inspirations and many other things. I think you're gonna find this episode very interesting. So please enjoy the interview with Magda Malkoon. So Magda, what drew you to Dubai and when did you arrive, how long you've been here and why Dubai?
2: First of all, what drew me to Dubai was sixteen years ago. I've been 16 years in Dubai, happily living in Dubai. I was drawn to Dubai because I wanted to fast track my career like everybody else. Uh, new opportunities, <coughs> like the opportunities are more in Dubai than the country where I'm coming from. And plus my sister and my brother were already established here. So it was easy for me to join in. And it got to me in Dubai. The first time I came here, I said, OK, two years and I go back. And it never happened, so <laughs> maybe it's the case with a lot of people here. So, yeah, it's been 16 years, and very happy to be here.
1: I know I did the same, I came for a year, and it's been eight and a half now. So, you came with the idea of being an artist?
2: No, I actually started my career in the corporate field because. Where I came from, it wasn't very common to have a career as an artist. I always wanted to do something in art or fashion, but circumstances like drew me to do a business diploma and start a business career, but I always felt incomplete, so I felt like I needed to do uh, studies in art or do something creative because it wasn't me, it didn't match. So I took the opportunity to be in a corporate life, to establish myself financially and security-wise, and I never missed an opportunity to take design courses, art classes, so to build on myself and to prepare myself to that moment. So it was really a long way of self-teaching, and I was very curious about the art words, and because it was so far from me and I couldn't reach to it, I was so determined to discover it. So basically, that was my intention.
1: That's amazing. And when did you make the jump from having your normal job in like a corporate world to be like, okay, I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to resign. I'm going to make it work that way.
2: Actually, five years ago, because I was preparing myself all the way, but still, I wasn't ready. I didn't think I could be an artist and have a career in that. So I left my work because I had my second baby and I couldn't cope with the kids. And so I when I left work, I took the opportunity to go further, to take it more seriously. So I was thinking like, what job can I get in art? So I drifted, if you want to say. I did interior design. I took furniture design courses. Then I went back. I took art classes again. And I never stopped drawing and painting all through these years. But then when I stopped thinking of making a career out of it, this is when it happened. (laughs) So it's uh, weird enough because when you stop thinking about it and you follow exactly what drives you and what makes you happy and what makes you the person you are, this is when I did my first painting out of my very own feelings. And I did it without even thinking of I want to sell it or not, or not even that. So this is when it happened and it caught the attention of everybody. And it was
0: a snowball from there on. And so Magda, when did that happen? Was that a recent thing?
2: Yeah, it happened two years ago two years ago when I sold my first painting, but I started painting like professionally five years ago, but I didn't start selling them. So I was putting my paintings with me. I never had the courage to go public with the paintings. So, you know, like you hide them. I don't know why (laughs) you don't have the courage to do it before. So I had like a lot of paintings. I had like a collection of eight paintings in oil painting and another eight in mixed media and acrylic and another five with the portraits of mixed media so I had a good portfolio but I was hiding it (laughs) so thanks to Instagram I posted my
0: first painting two years ago and this is how it started and can you tell us a little bit about what motivates you to make the paintings what is that passion that you spoke about
2: I don't know how to explain it, but I feel myself when I'm painting, and I go into this flow. When I paint, I go into some kind of meditation. And I'm a very introvert person, so painting for me is a way to express myself and say the ideas I want to say without using words. So I'm not good with words. I'm not good with speaking in general. So Painting was was the way I know how to express myself. And how it started, basically, it started with what has been happening in Lebanon, because I come from Lebanon. So it started Mm -hmm. from there. And when I saw what's happening there, the problems and the blast and everything around it, being an expat away from your home country, you always feel guilty that the people there, they're not getting the life you have here. And you feel trapped because you're not able to help so this was a boiling of feelings that I had to put on somehow. And this is how it started. So, and little by little, I discovered that it's an accumulation of everything that I've been through throughout my childhood until now, whether good or bad or the travel I've been to. So each of
0: every thing you live in, they make who you are now. That's incredible that you found an outlet to sort of release all of that. And so what would you say is one of the hardest parts about being an artist? And maybe you can relate it back as well to an artist in the UAE?
2: Yeah, the hard part of being an artist is starting, really, and having the courage to start, like I said before, and you need to be like secured enough to maybe start being an artist at an early stage. You have to have some kind of security to be able to dedicate time to art. But the hardest thing I would say is finding your voice and finding your style of work and getting to block all the noises in your head and self-doubt and everything else that's going around and just be with your canva and produce something. And I think it's not hard, but it takes a lot of time and self-discipline and you need to really have a good relationship with yourself, do a lot of self-digging and self-talk maybe (laughs) to understand yourself, understand where you're coming from and just express it. For me, this is when the breakthrough happened and it never stopped from there.
1: Yeah, we always hear their internal process and the imposter syndrome and all of these things are commonplace for artists. Usually artists are more like introverted and they like to work alone in their space. But like, did you have a creative community here in Dubai or do you think you could have used some mentoring or some companionship or some kind of community to help you through their process?
2: Yeah, of course. The community helps a lot because, as I said, I'm new and um, it's been only five years. So I wasn't very exposed to community. I started to build my connections. And uh, by chance, someone saw my uh, artwork I was exhibiting in the IFC Art Nights. And she's someone incredible. She's someone very, very high in the art industry. And I was very lucky to call her my mentor. So I had like two mentoring sessions with this lady and it really changed my perspective. And it gives you a lot of courage and a lot of support. And so I'm sure an art community would help a lot the artists in that sense, And I'm lucky as well because I travel also in Lebanon where there's an established art community. I was lucky enough to get contact with the art collectors there as well. And I received a lot of support from them and I met other artists. So this constant support from now and then, it's really needed for an artist just to continue producing, like release these self-doubts and these, like you said, imposter syndrome because it's common, it's common with artists and you need support from other artists to continue. Like critique as well. As I told you before, I used to hide my paintings but like really you shouldn't because you shouldn't be scared of critique because critique is positive as well. So it pushes you to change things or be more determined or like learn as well. And it gives you a lot of courage. So definitely, it's very important to have a community around you.
0: Magda, how have you found the people that critique your work? Is it quite difficult to find those people? No, like my journey was like, I started being public by
2: a small circle through friends. I started posting my paintings on Instagram. So those are your first critiques, first level. <laughs> then your friends and family as well. And then when you start exhibiting, Then you'll see other people, art lovers and art professionals and other artists start appreciating and uh, commenting on your work, which is very good. And when you receive industry acknowledgement, this is really huge. When another artist praise your work, this is really nice. Or when another artist as well gives you feedback, as well, it's, it's very good for you to work on something and progress. So it really started little by little by by just becoming a bit public, but little by little, Mm -hmm. one step at a time.
0: How do you balance the business side of selling paintings with obviously creating the work?
2: Yeah, for me, I would love to have like 100% of my time on creating and not to bother with the business side, but you have to do it, of course. And I try to allocate time as well for this because... Like really 50% of my time or 60% goes to painting and producing. The rest goes to like advertising my paintings on Instagram or talking to galleries and exhibitions. So it goes hand in hand.
0: Do you have any advice for artists that are just starting out that has really helped you that you wish you had known five years ago? I would tell them never stop painting because...
2: When you stop, it's really hard to go back to painting and you let room for the self-doubt to invade. So never stop painting, whether it's sketching or painting or if you're stuck in your style of painting. Sometimes you get stuck. Leave it, take a break, go discover something else, play with something else, Like play with another medium. So always discover and experiment with other uh, techniques it kind of gives you a break, but without stopping drawing. Mm-hmm. Because the more you draw, can... the more you paint, the more flexible you'll be.
0: Mm-hmm. And the more sort of you have to add to your previous outlet, I guess.
2: Yeah, exactly. So the more you my... develop mm-hmm. your ideas, the more you become inspired. Because mm-hmm. when you stop for a long time, you look back at the white canva. <laughs> and it's really scary. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So if it wasn't, painting or if you wanted to do something go into something as well later what do you think that would be i would really love to go into sculpting sculptures
1: that's really interesting because we were even talking with Jazz before that your style is so particular and you keep bringing different mediums and different textures and it's not just a painting it's like an experience For everybody listening, they can check it out at... It's Magda Malkun on Instagram?
2: Yeah, sorry. And I have my website. It's magdamalkun.com
1: as well. Nice. So first name, last name, easy to remember. Yeah. So how did you find yourself on that style?
2: Yeah, I always liked textures because Mm -hmm. I had a mixed experience. As I told you before, I took fashion design classes. I took photography classes art classes so mainly i like a lot the textures and i like to feel the painting i don't like to draw on a 2d only i feel there's a third dimension that should come out so that's why i experimented a lot with the materials different materials and i love doing portraits so it kind of matches together to make portraits using different materials. And I see as well going into sculpture, it will build on that with me because I like to feel the the painting.
1: That's amazing. So you mentioned before that you get into this flow state when you start creating your pieces. Do you have a specific routine, a drink you you like to pour, a piece of music you want to play, or does it just happen, or do you force it? Or how is your process?
2: I don't force it at all. I put music for sure, but I always start with something that is not say for example, I have a painting that I started and I want to finish it the second day. I don't start with that painting; I start maybe on doing the background of a new canva just to get myself into the flow. I allow myself to do mistakes, I allow some accidents, I allow using different colors and so on. And when I get into the state, and I go back to my semi-finished and I start working on it, and this is when I erase all self-doubt, not self-doubt. I don't yeah, like find.: judgment. The Yeah, so you get into the flow and the work, your work will become more uh, spontaneous. So I'll be more spontaneous, I'll mm-hmm. stop thinking, and I'll just go with the flow. So this is when the true work happens. It will be more spontaneous, more true and more honest without being hesitant. Because when you start thinking about what you're doing, you become hesitant.
0: Magda, I'd love you to teach me how you get into that state. Yeah, it's different
2: for every person. But yeah, you should really let go. This is Mm. the main thing. You should really allow yourself to play with something. Like play with the paint, play with the charcoal, play with the pencil. and Draw something that is not serious or don't think that you want to sell it or... Draw anything and then it will be like training to let your mind go and then you start automatically.
0: Do you have an idea roughly of what you're going to sort of create? Not always,
2: actually, (laughs) because sometimes like when I start the Canva, I, I let go of the colors, I create some accidents. And then when I go back and I look at the Canva, sometimes just i see a portrait there with the shadows that i created and i go and i create the portrait straight on the canvas sometimes and mm-hmm. some other times i prepare sketches on the side and i keep them on the side and i i plan more the portrait that I'm doing so it depends it depends on my mood so I jump a lot (laughs) I don't do things in a specific order because I'm a very impatient person so I I try different things so it depends on my mood and if uh, sometimes the canvas speaks to me it dictates Mm -hmm. on me a certain composition or a certain portrait and sometimes I have my sketches and I pull up a sketch that I really like working on, and I work on it.
1: So to me, it sounds like you have a capability of just being free and experiment without the judgment of others. Like we were talking about how useful is the critique of other people and other artists and professionals and whatever. But I feel like you don't bring that thought into your process. Like the process is just let go, whatever, and then see what happens.
2: Yeah, I try to push it away. (laughs) It always comes back, but I try to push it away because for me, I need to feel the painting. I need to feel the character that I'm painting because now I'm doing portraits mainly. So for me, it has to come from the heart. Otherwise, it's not going to be an honest painting or an honest expression of the character I'm painting. So yeah, the freedom for me is really important
0: in the process. So Magda, what's been the best moment and highlight of your career so far?
2: My best, best moment actually is when I was exhibiting in World Art Dubai and it was like 7pm and I was carrying my bag and I was about to leave. Then I had the feeling that I shouldn't leave because they called us for a ceremony and I didn't know what was the ceremony about. So I was very curious to know what is it about. So I was carrying my bag ready to leave and just I I passed by the stage just to see what's happening and they called my name Best Emerging Artist. So I was I was in a shock really and it was really an honor because there was like more than two fifty artists from thirty different nationalities and more than two thousand five hundred artworks exhibited that day. So it was really, really an honor for me. It was a really high moment in my career. I was really happy, it's
0: incredible. <laughs> so is there anything else that you would like to share with us and any emerging artists that might be listening to this, or established artists that you'd like to share?: I would say, like I said before, like
2: don't stop looking inside yourself and question everything you do because with the determination and continuously doing some work without even thinking of selling it or not. This is when you have an honest work and this is when the breakthrough happens. So um, I don't know. This is what I feel like sharing because it really made the difference for me. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Sorry.
0: I'll just try and summarize what I think you mean. And, but it's almost like don't be afraid of your own workings and your own mind. And to try and find that outlet and push yourself to create and push through that boundary. Every one of us is
2: unique in some way. So you have to find your inner voice and remember yourself as a child when you were drawing. You were very spontaneous and no one, you didn't care who critiques you or who likes your painting or who doesn't. So you're really drawing whatever you're feeling like doing. So I would say. Always have some time during the day to do this because it helps to let go and move on to something better. Maybe this thing it's not happening to you now, but this is what I feel like every artist should do, to draw something that he's going to throw away and he doesn't care who will see it, just to self-talk. It's just like a self-talk. <laughs> I think it's really I important.
1: Yeah, and I see you, Magda, a very honest artist you know like even in your process without keeping the judgment of people what they're going to think this is not what you're supposed to do like they're not going to teach you to throw sand onto your canvas so you just create out of your heart without thinking of the critique or if you're going to sell it or not what the final product is going to be and i really like that so on that note if you were to be a vegetable which one would you be and why
2: I think I'll be a carrot because I'm an introvert and the carrot grows (laughs) underground and it lets only the small leaves show from the surface, but there's a lot of things and the deeper things are happening underground and it's a vegetable I love that answer. <laughs> oh thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Well done. Yeah, I think the carrot as well is very determined because like it's growing underground so it has to push a lot of soil and push through a lot of things to grow. And I think it describes best my journey as well as an artist. I wow. Love.
0: But-
1: Thank you so much. For, Thank you. I wish
0: I was sharing. a carrot as well. <laughs> yeah, I know, I would be a carrot as well. <laughs> Amazing. All right, well take care Magda and we hope to see lots more of your work. Thank you. Sorry, my English um, is
2: not that good, so I don't know if it's much.
1: No, oh that was great. No, it's great. <laughs>